You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors' sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Welcome to another episode of Shot in the Dark. I am your host, John Cena Evil here. Let's get right down to it. AW Dark Elevation starts with Emi Sakura defeating Sky Blue with the Queen's Gambit. Uh, Lulu Pencil, who's uh, Emi Sakura's second hero in the corner, was helping out by attacking Blue and helping Sakura win this match. Daniel Garcia and 2.0 teamed up uh, to take on Shane Stetson, Justin Carino, and the one-man Thrill Ride. Uh, Thrill Ride is making his debut here. He's a regular for Northeast Wrestling. I've seen him kind of do like your social media as well as wrestle. Uh, Shane Stetson also makes his debut here. He's a new wrestler. And Garcia makes him tap out with a sharpshooter submission. Uh, nobody else even tagged into this match. I'm pretty sure it was just Stetson and Garcia the entire time. We go to Warlow and Sean Spears with a record of 5-0, defeated the team of Marco Stunt and Fuego Doso, a.k.a. the Vlog Team. Uh, this is the longest match of the show, actually. Went a little over six minutes, and Warlow destroys Marco Stunt after an assisted casualty of war. Lance Archer defeated Louis Bruno, making his debut here. And uh, Jake the Snake Roberts also made his return here in the corner of Lance Archer. Bruno also goes by the Meadowlands Monster, making his debut in AEW. And he towers over Lance Archer. You have to see the visual here of him actually much taller than Lance Archer. I couldn't believe it. But it doesn't stop Archer from winning this match. Uh, When the match actually started, Bruno went to the outside and uh, tried to attack Jake the Snake. But Jake punched him. So Archer brings it back to the ring and finishes him off with the blackout, which is pretty impressive for him to get a big man like that in the blackout. Abaddon with a record of 20-2 and defeated Davey Ann with a record of 0-1. Abaddon wins easily here with a face crusher. And she has a little bit of a different look here. Uh, Her hair is a little bit different. It's more of like a shave to the side mohawk type of look. Uh, She has more uh, piercings around her face. And also her face paint is a little bit different. We go to comments from the Gun Club who said that they've been overlooked their entire lives. And they chose to go out of the way to cheer in the crowd during the pandemic. And they got no thank yous. And then Billy Billy Gunn interjects his sons and says that they are... That they what they do best is not lose. 
Santana and Ortiz defeated the team of Obarion and Kodama, uh, kind of making their debut. I mean, they have wrestled before under their real names of Louis Valley and Chris Peaks, but this is the first time that they wrestled under their independent gimmicks, which is like face painted and a little bit of a different look. Uh, Mark Henry actually replaced Eddie Kingston on commentary here to join Paul White and Tony Schiavone, but Santana and Ortiz went easily with a double face plant. Chris Statland, a record of 19-1, and defeated Becca, making her debut. Uh, there was also a graphic on the bottom of the screen for Dynamite in Norfolk, Virginia on November 17th, and it showed Hangman Page. So it could be a sign of things to come, since it is his home state. Uh, it could be possible that he is returning at that date or possibly sooner. But Chris Statlander wins this match easily with the Big Bang Theory. The Acclaimed defeated the team of Colin Delaney and Cheech. Max Caster's rhymes say that Delaney looks like an extra for the Real Slim Shady video and that Cheech looks like a penis. Uh, Delaney, the former WWE CW wrestler, and Mark Henry kind of like uh, remembered him from his from his uh, matches he had back in 2008 with him. Uh, he's making a second appearance while Cheech is making his debut. You might know the name from Cheech and Cloudy fame. They've been wrestling in the indies for almost 20 years uh, in Ring of Honor, Evolve, and a whole bunch of other independents. Uh, Anthony Bowens gets the pin on Delaney after Max Caster hits the mic drop. FTR defeated the team of Zach Nystrom and Elijah Jean. Uh, FTR debuted a new 80s synth style theme song. It pretty much looks like it's supposed to be a parody. Not a parody, but like a... Uh, a different take on the Midnight Express theme song, which itself is from the movie Midnight Express. Uh, pretty interesting uh, just to hear them like come out with a song like this in 2021. But they destroy their opponents with the big rig and pin them in seconds. They don't even take off their jackets. And the main event, Sunny Kiss defeated KM, KM, a.k.a. Kevin Matthews uh, from Impact Wrestling. He was just there a couple years ago. Kiss wins with this, this new move. It's like a Death Valley driver into a jawbreaker split, kind of like a TKO. After the match, Kayla Rossi comes to the ring. Uh, just to distract Kiss from Joey Janela, who tries to come from behind and hit Kiss with a chair, but Sunny Kiss k- catches wind of this and punches Joey out to end the show. There was another match that was taped for this episode of QT Marshall versus Darius Lockhart. Uh, for whatever reason, it did get cut from the show, so I'm not sure if we're going to see it later on or not. AW Dark, we have more matches from Universal Dark, Universal Studios. The Pinnacle, FTR, Sean Spears, and Warlow defeated the team of Austin Green, Dean Alexander, Baron Black, and Aaron Fry. Spears gets the pen on Fry after the C4. Abaddon defeated Valentina Rossi easily with the face crusher. You know, Valentina Rossi with her Sopranos-like gimmick would be perfect as a uh, valet or a partner for a Mr. Tony D'Angelo. Just saying. The Acclaimed defeated Michael Martinez and Barry Morales. Uh, Caster's Freestyle was using a lot of the different rides from Universal Studios, like the Hulk and uh, all these other rides. It was pretty pretty, uh, pretty witty, actually. Caster gets the pen on Martinez after the mic drop. Sunny Kiss defeated Cow Hero very quick with that TKO split. Chris Statlander defeated Zeta Zhang. By submission with the Spider Crab. Uh, nice new way to win here. Instead of always winning with the Big Bang Theory, it's cool to her to win by submission here. Zeta Dan got a pretty good reaction here, being a former uh, NXT FCW wrestler. Sky Blue, getting her first win, defeated Maddie Ronkowski. Uh, Ronkowski gets a little bit distracted by the crowd, so Sky Blue gets the win here with a Fisherman Suplex. Eddie Kingston defeated Anthony Henry, making his debut. Anthony Henry was recently Asher Hale from NXT, but he's been in the Indies for the longest time as Anthony Henry, and he's actually battled Eddie Kingston before in Evolve, Progress, and elsewhere. A really hard-hitting match here. Henry gets a lot of offense in, and he wears down Kingston, but Kingston kind of sneaks in a DDT and wins. The Gun Club, with a record of 14-0, still undefeated, defeated the team of Hunter Knott, Rosario Grillo, and Cameron Stewart. Austin Gunn gets the win here by rolling up Knott. Diamante defeated Santana Garrett, who's making her wrestling debut here. A uh, good match from both of them, but Diamante squeaks out the win with the sliced bread. The Varsity Blondes defeated Peter Avalon and Ryan Nemeth. 
Follow the wingman. Griff Garrison gets the pin on Avalon after Brian Pillman hits his flying clothesline. Daniel Garcia defeated Eric Lockhart easily with the Scorpion Deathlock. Serpentico gets his first singles win against Marco Stunt with a roll-up after Luther gets involved a little bit. And Orange Cassidy defeated Nick Camarado in the main event with the beach break after Aaron Solo and QT Marshall tried to interfere and it backfired. We go to NXT UK. Mustache Mountain defeated Oliver Carter and Ashton Smith. Symbiosis came out towards the end of the match, but Jack Stars and Dave Mastiff fight them off. Smith and Carter pretty much had the match won, but Mustache Mountain fights back at the end. And Trent Seven gets the pin on Smith after an assisted Snapdragon suplex. Very good match here. Almost 10 minutes. Definitely recommend it. This entire match, this entire show of NXT UK is actually really good. We go backstage to Ginny and Joseph Connors who are doing an interview and they walk and interrupt Amelia McKenzie and Michael Sonomora. We're working out. And Amelia says, uh, and tells Amelia that she's playing second fiddle and calls her pathetic. Amelia says that she doesn't really care what Ginny has to say and asks her to go away. Dave Mastiff and Jack Stars are walking in the back. And Nina Samuels kind of interrupts the interview and tries to do her own interview, part of her new show, the Nina Samuels show. Uh, but they, they start talking about symbiosis, but she kind of cuts them off and starts talking about Blair Davenport. So they just walk away. Danny Luna defeated Zaya Brookside with a powerbomb. After the match, Zaya showed a little bit of frustration, a little bit of heel tendencies, and she even smacks away Danny Luna's hand as she was trying to shake it. We get a video package for Blair Davenport and what she's been doing the last couple of weeks. Uh, Sid Scala was going to speak about it, but Stevie Turner walks in and interrupts him. Uh, upset about what Blair did to her and tells him to reinstate her so she can take care of her. Skyla says that he'll speak to Johnny Sane about the situation. Sam Gradwell was backstage talking about the face in the subculture logo last week and he's sick of him basically. Then Mark Andrews runs in and attacks him with a skateboard till they get split up by officials. Charlie Dempsey, the son of William Regal, is making his official debut as the name Charlie Dempsey. He has wrestled as Bailey Matthews in the past in NXT UK, but this is his reintroduction, I guess you can say. He defeated Josh Morrell. Um, Dempsey looked very impressive here using a whole bunch of different submissions here. Uh, then he wins by doing this crazy hold where he kind of squeezes in Mo- uh, Morel's leg at the same time as his head and just squeezes in like an accordion. Looked very vicious right here. Uh, we get a face to face between Isla Dragonov and Akid. Akid says that he could be Dragonov once he loses his temper and Dragonov says that, um, and Dragonov actually almost loses his temper during this, but he calls himself a czar and he calls Akid just a kid. We get a hype video for the Heritage Cup Tournament Final next week between Noam Dar and Wolfgang. They also announced Ginny versus Amelia McKenzie and Sam Gradwell versus Mark Andrews. The main event, Joe Coffey defeated Jordan Devlin. Um, Mark Coffey and Wolfgang, both on the outside, helped help uh, distract Devlin a little bit, and Coffee gets the pen after the best for the Bells, and a really good main event here. We go to NWA Power. It starts with Kyle Davis interviewing Camille, who says that everything is, is okay within Strictly Business, and then she goes off on Melina, says she's too old to become the NWA Women's Champion, and she's going to break her old, brittle bones. Trevor Murdoch comes out and says the whole fight Jack Stane and cuts a promo on him. The Pope comes out, and he gets asked if he'll cash in against Murdoch, and Pope says if he does, he will tell Murdoch, and next week, We'll get an answer from him. We have a Lucha Scramble match. The Rebellion defeated Ill Begotten, which is Captain Yuma and Rush Freeman, and the team of Slice Boogie and Marche Rocket. So this match is basically had to pin everybody to eliminate them until there's only one man left. Uh, Beastia 666 eliminates Yuma with a Muscle Buster. Slice Boogie eliminates Beastia 666. Mecha Wolf eliminates Slice Boogie. Marche Rocket eliminates Rush Freeman. And then Mecha Wolf pins Rocket with a 450 to win the match and give La Rebellion the win. We go to Aaron Stevens and Kratos. Kratos starts giving some motivation to Stevens. It says that nobody has accepted Stevens his entire career, not even his own father. And he needs to come sit with him at the Lions table. So he's still doing like this uh, 
tough love type of gimmick to Stevens. James Storm defeated Judaeus with the last call super kick. Uh, right after the match, though, Judaeus gets right back up and Storm walks away. Lady Frost and Kylie Ray were supposed to have a match. They have a quick interview, but they get interrupted by Allison K and Marty Bell of the Hex. Uh, Allison K challenges both of them, so they turn this match into a triple threat, and Kylie Ray defeats Lady Frost and Allison K in a triple threat, uh, making Frost submit to the crossface, which she calls the jury case. We go to Hawks Irie and Saul Renaro and Mims, who are the two teams in the semifinalists for the uh, NXT, ta- uh, I'm sorry, the NWA title tag team tournament. Uh, but Tyrus runs out and chases them all off and calls out Sion the Masked Man and brings up the fact that he still thinks he looks familiar. But he says the next challenger for the title will be Jordan Clearwater and the title will stay within the family. Tyrus and Clearwater shake hands and say that may the best man win. In the main event, Nick Aldis and Tim Storm defeated Chris Adonis and Tom Latimer of Strictly Business. Aldis gets the pin on Latimer after the O'Connor roll. After the match, Aldis and Latimer hug it out. And then even Tom- Tim Storm tries to hug it out with Latimer. But Chris Adonis runs in, gives a low blow to Storm. And then Latimer gives a low blow to Nick Aldis. They attack him. And Storm with a chair, and they even pile drive all this on the chair. Adonis, Latimer, and Camille stand tall to end the show, and it looks like they have kicked all this out of Strictly Business. We even get a stretcher job from Nick Aldis as uh, Tim Storm was consulting his wife, Mickey James. 205 Live, Dante Chen makes his 205 Live debut, defeating Malik Blade with an inside cradle guillotine drop. He looked really impressive here, much better than he did in his debut in NXT. Amari Miller defeated Valentina Feroz with a cravat into a knee. Uh, she gets her win back after losing to Valentina two weeks ago, and after the match, she helps Feroz get up. And the main event, Fabian Eichner and Marcel Barthel of the Imperium make their 205 Live debut, defeating the team of Ikemen Jiro and Trey Baxter, with Barthel getting the pin on Baxter after the Imperium bomb. New Japan Pro Wrestling, strong. JR Kratos defeated Fred Yehai with the wheelbarrow suplex. Chris Dickinson defeated Royce Isaacs by submission. After the match, Dickinson cuts a promo saying he'll go through everybody in Team Filthy if he has to. And the main event for the strong openweight title, Tom Lolo defeated Leo Rush. Uh, Leo Rush recently signed to AEW. He's finishing up his New Japan obligations here. Uh, he has a couple match- matches left from the tapings that will air. JR Kratos, who was ringside with Lawler, gets ejected in this match. Uh, the finish came when Lawler um, he backs Rush up into an exposed turnbuckle, hits a Michinuka driver into a chokehold, and Rush passes out. After the match, Lawler cuts a promo, asking who's going to be next to step up and challenge him, and Ren Narita comes out and gets on Lawler's face. Lawler grabs the mic and says that he's beaten Narita before, and he can go train again at the dojo, and maybe after that, he can get a title shot. And then Narita kicked Lawler in the face, and he walks out. Ring of Honor, we have the Briscoes defeating the team of Alex Zane and Taylor Rust. Fun match here with Mark Briscoe getting the pin on Rust after the froggy bow. Uh, but they made Rust and Zane look good, especially with the fact that Alex Zane is going to be getting an upcoming world title match after the match they shook hands. We get an in-ring interview with the new women's champion, Roxy. She talks about how proud she is of being the first champion and will defend it against anybody. This prompts the alert to come out, Mandy Leon and Angelina, uh, Angelina Love, who say that this is their ring, and the C in Roxy does not stand for champion, but they cannot say what it stands for. Uh, then Miranda Alize comes out, Trisha Dora comes out, Willow Nightingale comes out, Allison Kay comes out, and Maria Canellas comes out and makes a uh, two three-way matches, and the winners of those matches will face the week before Final Battle, and the winner of that will face Roxy for the women's title at Final Battle. And after this, they showed during commercials that Miranda Alize actually attacked Roxy from behind, but Quinn McKay comes out to help her. Violence Unlimited, the team of Brody King, Chris Dickinson, Homicide, and Tony Deppin, defeated the team of Danhausen, PCO, Sledge, and Demonic Flamita. Uh, this was kind of like a mystery team that Danhausen pretty much assembled backstage right before the match. And then towards the end of the match, PCO starts malfunctioning and starts attacking his own tag team partners while Brody King is kind of leading him on, then being former tag team champions. Uh, and Brody King does get the pin on Sledge after the Gonzo Bomb. WWE main event, Mace. Accompanied by T-Bar. Uh, they're still together for now. Until they get 
split up officially with the draft, but Mace defeated uh, Austin Crane, who goes by Star Rider, who uh, is under a mask in OVW. And John Morrison, making his main event debut, his first time wrestling on this show, defeated Drew Gulak. The WWE Network Editions of the Week, Progress Chapter 123, and another episode of ICW Fight Club. This episode of Fight Club is actually a little bit noteworthy because Noam Dar, who's been the ICW Heavyweight Champion for the longest time, had to officially vacate the title due to the pandemic. But they do announce that when he's able to return, he will get a match against the winner of this tournament that they're going to do to determine a new champion. You can check me out this week on PulseWrestling.com, doing some reports for the Impact Knockouts Knockdown Show, which is this Saturday, as well as the special MLW Fightland uh, episode, which will have Jacob Fatu and Alexander Hammerstone, title for title, heavyweight title, and the national openweight title, um, as well as our usual MLW Fusion and Impact reports. I also have a podcast this week with... Brandon Harrington talking about the Sopranos prequel movie, The Many Saints of Newark, as well as episode seven of Turning Heels. The finale for that will be next Monday. That is it for me this week. You guys can catch me here next week for another episode of Shot in the Dark. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sports book, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-on bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIO, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams in all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio. one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIO. Hey there, BreezeLine has a holiday gift just for you. One month of free internet for all your family's gift sites, book flights, and movie nights. Get reliable, fast internet with speeds starting at 100 megabits per second for just $19.99 a month. Plus, free Wi-Fi your way home for the first 12 months. And your first month is free. BreezeLine wishes you all a happy and bright holiday season. If only they could give you a little holiday relief from all the matching family outfits. Service subject to availability. New residential customers and select areas only. Visit BreezeLine.com for complete offer details.